Hi, Catherine. Hi, Rob. Here we are at the end of the year again, and I can't remember feeling so overwhelmed by the prospect of a year in review. 2021 defied expectations in so many ways. Yes. Maybe if we have a theme, it would help us get through this. Yeah. Okay. How about, oh my God, 2021? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah, that does sum up the way a lot of us feel, I think, but it overlooks some of the positives that came out of the year. Positives. Okay. I'm thinking on that one. How about this? 2021, not as good as we'd hoped, maybe not as bad as we think. Boom. Theme identified. (laughs) Mic drop. We're out of here. Oh, not quite. We still have to expand on our theme. I almost forgot that you were a teacher once. Can we start with COVID? That's got to fall into the not as good as we'd hoped category. It definitely does. And Sitka did begin its year with a glimmer of hope. Vaccine shipments had just arrived and shots were getting into the arms of seniors and high-risk people. And the community's vaccine rollout was really swift. Sitka was actually one of the first communities in the country to make vaccines available to everyone 16 and up. Thanks in large part to efforts made by Search and Sitka's public health providers. And Search's Dr. Elliot Brule helped put Sitka out in front. We saw it as a moral and ethical imperative that we did not leave vaccines sitting in the freezer. That's Dr. Brule, as reported by KCAW's Catherine Rose on National Public Radio, I believe. That's right. National News was right here in Sitka. I think a lot of us hoped that the vaccine would put COVID behind us, but it didn't quite play out that way. Dr. Brule later explained that the pandemic had partitioned and posed much different risks for vaccinated and unvaccinated residents which contributed to the intense public debate that followed primarily over mask mandates in the city and in the schools. And those conversations in the public arena were challenging. Citizens had their say, and although it was acrimonious at times, Sitka's elected officials, like Assemblymember Crystal Duncan, I I think found a way to speak to everyone. We've never navigated a pandemic before, and we're doing it to the best of our abilities, and we're succeeding. But when we have opportunities to minimize spread, I think we need to take those steps. So we're not here fighting about masks. We're fighting for the health of our community. And to frame it more accurately, we aren't fighting each other. We are fighting a virus. In other high-impact reporting, our Report for America reporter Aaron McKinstry did a deep dive into housing last spring. Yes, and Aaron's stories could not have been more timely with the cost of living on the rise in Sitka and an unbelievably tight housing market. She found a single mom who was investing in a community land trust home, and she found a local prefab manufacturer to talk to. And she also spoke with Robin Schmidt, an attorney who completely gutted a trailer and transformed it into a beautiful waterfront home. I feel like I've gotten my life back without the debt hanging over my head. Yeah, it's, it's about freedom to me. Hmm. So housing in Sitka is bad, but maybe not as bad as we thought, right? Well, at least the bad housing situation did create some positive innovation. So, yeah, Rob, you can have that. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned innovation, Catherine. For many people in 2021, it was a year of opportunity. Aaron McKinstry's successor in our newsroom, Tosh Kimmel, spent the summer profiling businesses that had either opened during the pandemic or found a unique way to weather the storm. One of Tasha's most memorable pieces was about Megan Cropley, who opened Sitka's only adult boutique. Memorable try, unforgettable. There's not one set demographic. Everybody comes in here, and I love that. 
people have been extremely supportive and very accepting. I have people that come in every week since I've been open and they say, thank you for being here. You'd think we'd all be blushing, but you can't listen to that story without being impressed by Cropley's strategic thinking. And, you know, Tosh found exactly the right note for it. The best part, I think, was coming up with the headline, Sitka Business Finds Success Bringing Good Vibes to Customers Amid Pandemic. All right, now I am blushing. Remind me to cue up the Beach Boys for the end of this story. Oh, or not. Okay, spoil sport. Moving on then, what's next? Tourism. The biggest story of 2021 is not the partial cruise season we had this summer. The biggest story of the year is what are we going to do next year? I know. I can't get that number out of my head. 478,000 passengers. That's projected for next season, which incidentally starts in April. And Rob, you went to interview Chris McGraw at the new Sitka Sound Cruise Terminal, and it sounds like he's ready. Yeah, well, of course he's ready. He anticipated this growth. And the rest of us are just now playing catch-up. You know, whether you see it as a boon for Sitka or a scourge, cruising is evolving, just like any other industry evolves. And one not-as-bad-as-we-think aspect of the interview is that McGraw is local, and he shares the same concerns that many people have about Sitka's character. You know, my hope is that with kind of our downtown and as unique it is and as walkable it is, you know, that it, it just keeps that kind of small town character because, you know, even the Royal Caribbean uh, executives that we've had here on a number of occasions, that's the one thing that they, the comment they make is, you know, this this feels like authentic Alaska. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we keep that. You know, as long as I've lived in Sitka, residents have been worried about becoming too touristy, if that's the right word. I guess too much like Skagway or like Ketchikan. Right. And, And planning is taking that sentiment into consideration, right? Well, you know, right now it's more short-term and stopgap, you know, where to distribute buses and tours, closing Lincoln Street to cars on the busiest days, and perhaps most important, hoping businesses open their restrooms to the public. Right. And that short-term plan is coming to an assembly table near you in January. Which is a good thing because it will draw a lot more people into the conversation and hopefully, you know, propel us into a long-term strategy for 2023. You know, Rob, talking about cruises reminds me that not all visitors in 2021 were human. Sitka actually had an unprecedented year for bears with more bears and unfortunately more bear deaths than any time in recent memory. I think something that stands out for a lot of us long-term residents is the complete closure of Sitka National Historical Park this year. It created a sort of downtown bear sanctuary, and that has never happened before. Right. And closing the park probably helped keep the peace in town. But just outside of Sitka, there were some close encounters, way too close. Jess Coltharp was working near a stream for fish and game this summer, and a bear caught him by the leg. Coltharp had a rifle, but he didn't have time to use it. And a few paces behind, his partner got off a shot. I I remember standing up immediately afterwards and just looking at Anthony and telling him, you know, like, nice shot. Thanks for saving my life sort of thing. But, you know, I think I had a smile on my face because I was just so damn relieved that that bear didn't have me anymore. And then I remember feeling the blood run down my leg. And then it became a little bit of a, oh, yeah, we've got to still make sure that we're going to be okay here. Anthony's never going to have to buy a drink around me ever again. So that's (laughs) I definitely owe that guy a lot. Well, that's one way to get free drinks, I guess. (laughs) 
Personally, I'd rather wait for someone to ring the bell. Oh, me too. But until then, the Sitka Fish and Game Advisory Committee has recommended that local government reinstate its bear working group to address the town's bear problem, which, to be fair, could be called a human problem of garbage management. Okay. Every year in Sitka is going to have major news about wildlife and resource management. You know, just look out the window. We are a small town in a very big environment. Yes, a very big environment that depends on very small fish. Herring. Small fish, big controversy. Well, there is controversy. And herring is one of those issues where, in the end, all parties do want a sustainable herring stock in the sound. What's controversial is how exactly we get there. Here are two saners I spoke with, Justin Peeler and Matt Kinney, prior to this spring's record commercial harvest. Our boats, our gear, our permits, and all that stuff is, is made to go on. It's not made to just be here for once or twice and, and, uh, and talk about our big catch. We want these biomasses of herring or salmon or blackout or whatever we're fishing to keep going. People just feel like we have one thing on the brain and that's harvesting, 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 and that's just not the case. Catherine, I appreciated hearing their perspective, but the subsistence community is worried about the continued commercial pressure. Traditional herring spawning patterns are changing, and it's harder than ever to harvest roe close to town. Louise Brady led a protest by the herring protectors outside a fishing game this spring. And I really appreciate you being out here because the voices of our tribal elders, the voices of our culture bearers have spoken loud for several decades at the Board of Fish with no response, with no response, because our herring are so precious to us. Is that thunder? Yes, which means it's time for the lightning round. As we wrap up 2021, let's pick some top sound bites from the year. You first. Okay, how about my interview with Steve Johnson about the vigil he organized on the Sheldon Jackson campus? I feel like the kids who are rounded up and taken to Sheldon Jackson College, their story is underrepresented, and I would like to see it included in the canvas that is our town. To recognize that we don't have to whisper about these things anymore, that we can talk about them. Very powerful. I'll take Paulette Moreno on the relocation of the Baranoff statue. Having courageous conversation in our communities brings many things forward. Some of them are pain, some of them are conflict, misunderstandings, but what it ultimately does is bring forward an opportunity for healing. Here's one. What about Alex Tretuff and her incognito team who create Sitka memes on Instagram? It could be anybody, you know, anything you do, your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers. I will say I do have co-workers that follow my account, which is crazy. There's a group of people who just agree that Sitka's funny and quirky. And we've, we've got a really unique crowd and, and things that happen here that wouldn't happen anywhere else. No place but Sitka. And I'll take Bhargavi Pochi, who introduced Sitka to Diwali, the Hindu festival of lights. I think the big motivation of me wanting to do this here and celebrate is because I love sharing my culture with my friends. And I thought this would be a great excuse to just have some people over and celebrate life. And nobody celebrated more this year than Courtney MacArthur, who recovered her cat Blueberry after finding an imposter, not Blueberry, in her house. I went ahead and posted on Sitka Chatters 
you know, a picture of my cat, Blueberry, and a picture of the other cat, which I called not Blueberry because I didn't know the cat's name. Pretty quickly, a woman contacted me and said that she thought that was her cat, possibly. I'm picking up Blueberry, not Blueberry, is possibly the best example of why 2021 was not as bad as we think. And the Beach Boys may be not as good as I'd hoped for a musical selection to propel us into 2022. Well, I admit that Megan Cropley's adult boutique gave me the idea, but I play it now in honor of the humble blue mud shrimp, whose struggle against a blood-sucking parasite was our most shared story of 2021. Happy New Year, Catherine. Thanks, Rob. And here's to a 2022 that's better than we expect. I'm picking up good vibrations.